Vivian Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Hello and welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marku and you guys cannot see me today, but you can see Heather. So Hi she, guys. <laughs> this is Heather Kilpatrick. She is also, I'm going to call her a mortgage mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is part of my team. You guys have seen her before. She did the last episode uh, that she did was your buy now, buy now pay, pay later. later. And then this past week on, well, past week, I would say Monday Mm -hmm. is when I actually talked about buy now, sell later, which was actually, I, I, I wrote that into the podcast. That's what I named the show. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh my goodness. It's actually pretty much the same thing. A little play on words, right? So buy now, sell later, uh, was more about bridge loans. But today we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about 1031 exchanges. Yeah. And I figured I would bring you on as the star of the show, being our resident real estate agent around here. Absolutely. Miss uh, Miss Little Pants over here working on her broker's license. She should have that. Uh, shortly. Yes. Hopefully. So, yeah. Very shortly. So, mm-hmm. uh, 1031 exchanges. That's what we're going to be talking about today. There, there's something that I think everybody should be aware of. I yeah. think that there's some phenomenal information that we can give, that you can give. Uh, lots of pointers. I, I made you make your notes to everybody. Your notes, hold them up. <laughs> I do. Yes. I have my notes. Yeah, I told you, I said you need notes so that we stay on track and we yeah. don't get off track. But I do want to remind everybody that this is uh, an interactive show. We want you guys to put your questions into the feed. We want you to know, tell us that you're there. We want to know that you're listening. And if you are listening by radio on Saturday or Sunday, you have to watch us do it live on YouTube. So we are live every Monday, mm-hmm. every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We want you guys to join in, jump on and be part of the show. Your questions help us get out the information that you guys are looking for. What is Mortgage Mom Radio? It's all things real estate related. It's mortgage education and you know real estate education. So today we're talking 1031 exchanges. And since you made all kinds of notes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you get started. But again, I do want to remind everybody it is interactive. So if you have questions, uh, make sure you guys are putting those into the feed. If you have not already, make sure that you subscribe to Mortgage Mom Radio on YouTube. Click that notification bell so that you do know when we go live. And if you would like a link, which we sent out Mm -hmm. today, we do it one time per week so that we are not spamming you. If you would like a link, go ahead and text the word MOM, M-O-M, to 844-935-3634. Heather, what's that spell? Uh, 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU, W-E-L-E-N-D, and the number for you. Awesome. I love it. All right. So let's do this. 1031 okay. exchanges, right? Yeah. So uh, you made all the notes. Um, you know what? It's actually, this is how my brain just kind of processed. And it was literally just thinking about it and how I would put it together and just putting it on paper. So I'm hoping that we're not leaving anything out. But there's a lot to know about 1031 exchanges. There is. And, a there, lot. and there's a lot of questions that co- that I get all of the time. Clients yeah. calling me saying they want to mm-hmm. do one or that they are doing one, right? Right. So I think it's a really important thing that we talk about. At the end of the day, you getting your mortgage is Mm -hmm. really no different than getting a mortgage 
for any other transaction. Right. So we want you guys to all hear that whether you're doing, you know, if you're doing a 1031 exchange or you're buying your mm -hmm. first investment property, down payment requirements are the same. Reserve requirements are the same. FICO score right. requirements are the same, right? Yeah. So as far as the lending side is concerned, it's mm -hmm. really very, very equal to any other transaction. Right. Uh, and that's a big misconception, so I'm glad you're saying that because a lot of people think that a 1031 exchange involves something more or a lot, it's a lot harder, and it really doesn't even have anything to do with the loan other than the proceeds are coming from the sale of your relinquished or sold property. Right. So I'm glad, I hope people understand that it doesn't really have anything to do with your loan um, as far as doing more or less. Right, and, and quite honestly, as far as the mortgage is concerned, us mm -hmm. giving you the mortgage doesn't have there's no weight on whether it's a 1031 exchange transaction or not right I've actually had people take exchange funds and roll them into another property that we did the financing as a second home mm -hmm. we didn't do the financing as an investment so you know not we are not the IRS we are not the IRS police we are not, not CPAs we, right. things change all the time <laughs> right as lenders we are not here to make sure that you're not breaking yeah. rules we're here to get you loans but at the end of the day the 1031 exchange process is such a valuable process mm -hmm. that I wanted to make sure we did a show about it and that people are learning they're educated they understand yeah. what they can or cannot do um, how do they work you know uh, selling taking the proceeds rolling it over right. Uh, we have a lot of people right now that uh, feel and I, you know, I did mm -hmm. a show on this last weekend um, that, you know, a lot of people feel like they've been priced out of the market. Yeah. Right. So, you know, can we can we buy a 10 Can we can we sell a home here in California and take the proceeds and go to another state? So, right. you know, these are things that we're going to talk about today. Again, I want to make sure that you guys are putting your questions in the feed. You're letting us know that you're here, uh, that you are part of the show. We love your questions. Mm -hmm. That's what makes our show good for everybody listening is that we're answering the questions of the consumer. So please make sure you guys are doing that for us. Um, I want to remind you that the girls are ready to talk to you mm -hmm. if you do have questions and especially if you are listening on Saturday or Sunday don't hesitate to make an appointment you can get a call today um, so Heather I know I think you're are you on call this coming weekend you on call no I think it's Cindy is it Cindy yeah so you know the girls have <laughs> yeah, and, and it could it probably is I think Carrie was last weekend mm -hmm. so there is somebody ready and willing to take your calls today if you guys are listening on Saturday or Sunday if you're listening during the week Monday through Friday you're calling between nine and five the girls are taking live transfers or you know you're getting your free phone consultations you don't even have to book an appointment if you want an appointment because that's easier for your schedule you can book one when you call. You can get the call service on the weekend. You can go to the website, go to mortgagemomradio.com <laughs> and click on that book appointment button. You can select a day and time that works best for you. And, you know, I mean, if, if you don't see a day and time that works and you call and you get the call service and they can't help you yeah. book because they've only got access to, you know, certain calendars. Monday through as well. Friday. <laughs> exactly. The, you know, the Monday through Friday stuff. Um, then just send an email. Send me an email to questions at mortgagemomradio.com and I will make sure that we get you booked for a time that works with your schedule. So on your set of notes there, okay. what is your first piece of information that we're going to talk about? Today? You know, the first thing I think of is what is a 1031 exchange? 
exchange. So a lot of people have heard that and a lot of people use it in a different way like, oh, we should 1031 exchange that or have you done a 1031 exchange? So I think a lot of people know the word. I mean, soccer moms, business people, but I don't know if they really understand what it really is. And so what a 1031 exchange is, it's super simple. It's basically an investor taking a piece of property, selling it or swapping it for another property. That's essentially what it is. So if you have house A and for whatever your reasons are, you want to sell it and get another property, um, it's just taking that house, selling it, putting the funds into a new property and moving on. Yep. So, so I want to mm -hmm. say, um, Susan Lemos, she jumped on Hi, and she Susan. says, hello, Heather. <laughs> Hi, Susan. <laughs> so I know you can't see it. I get to see Yeah, I can't see anything. <laughs> so I was going to stop you just to let you know. And again, hey, yeah. if you guys are out there, you're watching or you're listening, please let us know. Say you're there. Yeah. Let us know that you're in the feed and ask those questions. So um, Heather, that was actually a really great place to start with yeah. what is a 1031 exchange, What right? is a 1031 exchange? You're basically selling one home. You're uh -huh. taking the proceeds from that home and Correct. you're rolling it into another investment. So you're selling right. an investment to mm -hmm. roll it into another investment, yeah. which in turn means that you are saving the taxes Correct. that need to be paid on the capital gains because you're taking it from one investment and to putting another. it into another, right? Correct. Now, yeah. I think that a big misconception for people, like I mentioned right mm -hmm. before we kind of started was, if I sell in California, do I have to buy in California? If I sell in California, um, do I have, do I have to, you know, if I sell a one unit property, can I only buy a one mm -hmm. unit property? Or what can I buy? Or what can I buy? Yeah. So these are things that are really important for you guys to hear. I don't want you guys to miss out on it. We're going to take a super quick break. I'm going to let Heather take a sip <laughs> of some water. And then when we get back, I'm going to have her explain all of that stuff. Where Perfect. can you sell? Where can you buy? How much can you buy? What how can does, you buy? What can you buy? Mm -hmm. how, how does all that work? So let's get, we're going to take a quick commercial and we'll be right back. All right. Well, welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcou, and you guys are looking at Heather Kilpatrick. Barkley. Hi, guys. Heather Barkley, Barkley Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick. <laughs> I was doing, you know what? You're it Heather, doesn't matter. It's Heather just Barkley Heather Barkley. Uh, Heather Barkley Kilpatrick. Yep, you guys sure. are looking at her. She is on screen today. Uh, I've decided that I'm doing shows once a week by myself, and then I'm doing the team once a week as well, since we're doing Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 mm -hmm. p.m. I want you guys to meet my team, and I want you to truly understand their wealth of knowledge and their depth in the industry. Uh, this Friday is Heather's um, oh. Spotlight, Mortgage Mom Radio Spotlight series. So you guys will get to watch that. It's on Friday at 1 o'clock. We'll be um, doing the... Doing, <laughs> Learning a little bit about me. You'll get you'll get to learn all about <laughs> Heather and where she comes from and how long she's been yeah. in the business and where does her you know education stem from. Um, but right before the break, uh, we did start talking 1031. Mm -hmm. So um, let's, let, let's get into that. So sure. you sell here in California and you've got proceeds. Mm -hmm. what can you buy? Where can you buy it? How does it work? Okay. So I think it's important, like you were mentioning, a 1031 exchange applies to investors. And what it does is it helps investors avoid capital gains um, or unnecessary profits from selling a property. It allows them to take one property and sell it and put it into another property. So like you were asking, number one, do you have to buy in the same state? Absolutely not. You can sell a house in California and get a ton of money out of it, come out with $300,000, let's say, 
say, or even $100,000. And you can take that money and you can roll it over into any state in the United States that you want. And you can put it into as many investment properties as you want. So the big thing is, is do you have to stay in the state that you sell in? Absolutely not. Um, do you have to do one property for one property? Absolutely not. If you're selling a property in California and the values have just really gone up and you're coming out with a large chunk of money, you could take that money and you could buy a house in Texas, you could buy a house in Florida, um, you could buy a house in Tennessee, or you could do all three if you wanted to. So there's a big misconception about you have to stay. The other big misconception about 1031 exchanges is that we use the term like for like. You have to exchange like house for like house. That's not necessarily true. You can actually sell a house and buy a parcel of land. You can sell a house and buy an apartment complex. You can sell a house and buy townhomes. Or you could sell a parcel of land as long as it was an investment property and put it towards a house or put it towards a townhome. There's a bunch of different options you can do. As long as you're selling some sort of investment property and you're purchasing some sort of investment property, tenants, rents, you're, you're good. So what I want people to understand, so I'm going to let you touch on this next, sure. is let's say that I bought my original property okay. for 300000 Okay. Now I'm going to sell this property for 600000 Okay. Okay. So what do I, to do the 1031 exchange, what is my requirement as far as what do I buy next? Can I mm -hmm. make the 300000 in proceeds and go buy something else for 300000 put Great all question. of the money in and have no loan mm -hmm. um can do i have to go buy something for six hundred thousand can i go buy something for 150 and then mm -hmm. only pay taxes on 150 if my original purchase <laughs> was three hundred thousand? right so i want you to talk a little bit about basis and then okay. what do they have to do like for like Okay. In order to be able, the whole point of a 1031 is to avoid, avoid the capital, the capital gains. gains. Yeah. So no what do we do or what do they do in okay. order to make sure that they're um, hitting those pieces of requirement? Okay. So let's kind of back it up a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to pretend nobody knows what a 1031 exchange That's is. That's what I want you to do. For Perfect. Me, so let's say Debbie comes to me and says, Heather, I have this investment property. I've had it for a little while, or even if she's had it for six months and she says, I want to sell it and I think I can buy more. So, you know, we say, why would people want to do a 1031 exchange? Well, they're great if you have a property, but you're kind of maxed out on what you're going to make on it. And you can take that money and buy something bigger, better and earn more money. Or if you can take that property and buy two properties and now earn two incomes. So the idea of a 1031 exchange is you need to buy something you know, bigger. Same or more, right? Same or more. I was just going to say bigger doesn't necessarily mean size, but it's same or more. So if Debbie comes to me and says, I bought this house for 300000 um, I can now sell it for $600,000. i am going to come out with $300,000. One, in order for her to hit the the approval of a, of a 1031, she has to buy something greater than the value that she sold. So if she's selling for 600,000, she has to buy higher than 600,000. The other thing that we're going to look at is what was her loan on that house that she, we call it relinquishing or sold. Um, if that loan was say 200,000, she has to have a loan greater than 200,000. Otherwise it can be recaptured, there's issues. Um, so 
So we want to make sure one, she's buying more money than she sells and two, she gets a little bit higher loan than she had the last time. Now, having said that, Debbie can take her 300,000 and she can split it between two houses where she puts 150,000 down on one property and 150,000 down on another property. She can also take and put 200,000 down on one property or 100,000. She can split it whichever way she wants to. It just has to be that the loans are greater than um, the loan previously. So, well, like, let's back up for a second, sure. though. So, let's say I bought that property 10 mm -hmm. years ago, and mm -hmm. my original loan, Okay. I'm just going to stay stick with the same numbers, sure. okay? So, not sales prices, but we're talking loans right now. Sure. So, let's say my original loan was for 300 mm -hmm. but at the time that I sell the property, I've had it for 10 years, mm -hmm. I've paid my balance down to 200000 mm -hmm. So, now am I required to get a loan amount of at least 200000 or am I required to go back to my original start basis? Um, my understanding is that it's what your loan is when you pay it off. Now, I will say things change all the time, especially with 1031s. And I will say right now that there are some changes that Biden has coming in. So that one you really definitely want to check with whomever your facilitator is. And we need to talk about that here in a minute. Um, but there are some changes coming in. So that's a great question that if you are looking at doing this, that you want to check when you're doing it, because I know that there are changes coming sometime this year with the 1031 exchanges they're already on the data with Biden so right so everybody is. keep in mind that a 1031 exchange is something that is um, a given uh, uh, allowance by the sure. IRS right Correct. so yeah. just like the IRS changes our rules when we file how much we pay our percentages um, our deductions for the kids <laughs> right there they can change the rules like Correct. Heather said on those 1031s on an annual basis right. so definitely when and we are we're going to talk about what's a facilitator and what's yes. the exchange company and all that stuff we're going to get there um, but you'll definitely want to make sure that you are getting the information directly from the person that is facil facilitating the exchange for you Correct. so like I mentioned when we first started the show for us, you're coming to us and we're doing a loan for you. No mm -hmm. differently than what we would do a loan for anybody else who was coming to us for any other reason. However, it's up to you, your real estate agent, your exchange, your facilitator to make sure that you guys are staying within the, IRS you know, the guidelines codes, yeah. Yes, um, to make sure that you're going to be able to take advantage of right. the 1031 and not end up with capital gains that you didn't expect to have. Right. Um, so I'm going to stop really quick and just say that Carrie jumps on. She says, hi, ladies. So glad uh, that the lawyer slash realtor is <laughs> not explaining <a> lawyer. <laughs> this topic. Good information. Um, so no, you're not a lawyer. No, but you I know she likes to tease me. <laughs> well, we all like to tease her. So, so she did go to law I school. Did. Um, not only was she a real estate agent and yep. still is licensed, yes. um, but for, you know, over 25 plus years, mm -hmm. then she also went to school to law school and did graduate law yep. school, Absolutely. just has not taken the bar. Nope. So we will doing loans. We'll, we'll get her there, <laughs> but I stole her right before bar time. And now she's here working for me and we love it because yeah. we have the education that's up in that brain with the real estate <laughs> education that's up in that brain. Yeah. And now we're working on our broker's license as well. So again, yeah. the in-depth education of everybody that is on my team is very apparent. I think if you're out there listening, you've been thinking about getting a loan, trying to sell a home, mm -hmm. doing a 1031 exchange, getting a free consultation with the team would be well worth your time and your energy. Talk to us, get a game plan, figure out what to do. We can tell you what steps to take. We're not going to give you the advice, mm -hmm. but we can 
can give you the education and get you at least in the steps moving forward towards calling the right people, Googling the right companies and making the right strides forward to get all of the things that we talk (laughs) about on the show accomplished. And then obviously we can help you guys with your loans. (laughs) Um, So make sure you guys get on the books, get the calendar scheduled. Like I said, if you're listening by radio, Saturdays and Sundays, the girls do take calls. You just have to schedule the appointment. Nobody is in the office to take a live Mm -hmm. transfer like we are Monday through Friday. Uh, But you guys can give us a call, schedule the appointment with the call service, go to the website, go to (laughs) mortgagemomradio.com and click on that book appointment button and you can select a day and time that works best for you. Um, So I do want to take another quick break. I am going to say that I send out one text message a (laughs) week. Uh, I don't do it twice. I don't do it three times. I do it once a week. We're not spamming you as far as buy something from us. Here's a promo code. (laughs) Um, That's not what we're we're just letting you know that we are live so that if you want to be able to jump on and be interactive and be part of the show at least once a week, um, you guys can. You have to opt in to get that. I did notice that the text message that I sent out today, I forgot to change it. (laughs) So it did say rent versus own, which was last week's topic. Um, Today is 1031 exchanges. That's what we're talking about. If you're listening to the show on Saturday or Sunday and you feel like, my goodness, this sounds like a different show than what started (laughs) uh, the hour. Uh, It is. We do two shows a week, Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We will only send you one text message a week if you opt in. Or you guys can go to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Click that notification bell to all. That way you know every time we do go live and you won't miss any shows. But if you want to be able to at least grab one, it's easier for you to get a text message and click on a link. You're going to text the word mom. And where are they going to do that to, Heather? They're going to text it to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU, W-E-L-E-N-D, the number four, and you. That's right. So just the number four. The U is actually just because it sounds really good to say (laughs) we lend for you, but it's actually we lend for. Um, But just remember that you guys want to text mom, M-O-M, same word, forward and backwards. Just don't text wow. That doesn't work. Um, But the other thing, too, is don't text opt in. Don't text me a question. It's it's not a monitored box, uh, but it will get you opted in to just at least get that one text message a week and that way you guys can follow along and you know at least not miss a show but we do two shows a week again monday and wednesday 1 p.m pacific time we're going to take take a super quick break and when we get back we're going to keep talking uh 10 31 exchanges so don't go anywhere All right. Well, welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, the Mortgage Mom, and you guys are looking at Heather Barkley Kilpatrick. Hi, guys. She is on my team, and today we're talking 1031 exchanges. She is a licensed real estate agent. Mm -hmm. She's got uh, 25 plus years. I'm not going to tell you exactly how many, but 25 plus years in the industry. Uh, She definitely knows what she's doing. I'm going to say me and her jumped in about the same time. I think she started about 93-ish, and I started about 95-ish. Yeah, about that. So we've got some we got some education in this room. All right. So uh, we're, we're talking 1031s. Before we uh, took the break, mm-hmm. we were talking about the fact that you could sell a property, take the cash out proceeds. You could actually, if you wanted to split it up, you don't have to take a single family and go to a single family. Right. You can take it. You could buy four single families. You could take the cash. You could buy two buildings. You could buy four units, three units, eight units, 10 units, whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You just have to go at least larger than what you bought for. Correct. Uh, actually, what you sold for. What you sold for. So let's 
let's just say, for example, and, and many of you are here in California because this is where we sit. We've mm-hmm. got girls in Arizona and we're doing, you know, loans all over the country. Um, but, you know, I've got a gentleman that I work with right now that is going to sell a property in Redondo Beach mm-hmm. and he's going to make about 900000 on it. Nice. Uh, you know, he bought it in 07. So that's oh. probably about right. And uh, he's thinking about taking that and putting about 100 to 150 down on four units Mm -hmm. in Edinburgh, Texas. Yeah. And that would actually get him, you know, five to six four unit properties. Right. So there's a lot that you can do with a 1031, not have to pay capital gains on $900,000 in equity. Right. Um, So, you know, it's definitely something that we wanted to bring to you. We want to educate you. Our our job, our goal here at Mortgage Mom Radio is to make sure we're getting you guys moving forward. Your Mm -hmm. your financial future is is our success. And we want to make sure you guys are talking with us. So get those appointments. Give us a call. Let us help you. We've done relocation specials, Mm -hmm. which means that we can help you sell in California and buy in other states. Um, You know, we we can basically get you moving forward in the right direction, no matter what it is that you're looking for. And ultimately, we're going to be able to help you guys get into that mortgage that you need for the transaction that you're doing. But we've got real estate agents across the country. We've got relocation specialists across the country. Uh, We've got just about anybody that we could possibly that you could need. We can get you in touch with. So back to the 1031 exchange. And I love I, I want to just I want everybody to hear this. You do not have to buy in the same city or state where you own currently. Correct. Correct. And you don't have to buy one. You could buy multiple. So the way that we're getting you, you know, on the 1031 exchange, the way that that it works is that when you list your property for sale, once that property closes escrow, that you're like, oh, do I just take the money? No, you can't touch that money. The minute you touch that money, it's considered profit and you're going to be taxed on it. It so, is taxable. It is taxable. So what happens is, is you're going to have what I call a facilitator. Sometimes you'll see an intermediary depending on what state you're in. It can be, you know, anybody from a, a company that specializes in 1031 exchanges, um, attorneys, realtors, pretty much anybody. It just can't be you (laughs) and it can't be a family member. And what they do is they take the proceeds from that sale and they hold on to them until you say, this is the property that I'm buying. Now, I want to make sure that everybody hears this because you don't have all the time in the world to buy a new property. And I think that that's really important. One of the things with 1031 exchanges, because it's helping you avoid capital gains and it's helping you avoid any type of profit tax, there are certain rule there are a lot of rules we're going to cover a couple of them but not all of them because we just don't have time but one of the main important rules is once you close that property you have two timelines that start for you okay not when you open escrow but when you close the first is called the 45-day rule and what that 45-day rule does is it says you have 45 days to identify additional uh, the new property or properties okay 45 days not a day later. There are no extensions on it. It's very, very specific. A lot of people think, oh, I haven't found one. I'm on day 42. I'll ask for an extension. Nope, you've got three days. And what you do is you go to that facilitator and you say, hi, Mr. or Mrs. Facilitator, I have identified three properties that I want to attempt to purchase. You don't have to be an escrow on them. Um, You can just say this is for sale and I like it. Um, It doesn't even necessarily have to be for sale. It can be a property that you know is going to be listing or is going to be sold and you want to purchase it. It just has to be fall in that criteria of um, more than what you sold for, let's just say pretty much. Um, 
once you've identified that property, the clock also starts at the close of escrow on a second rule, which is called the 180 day rule. And what that means is after you've identified that property, you have 180 days to close on it. So say, for example, if you close on your property on, you know, the first day, you have 45 days from that date to identify the next property or properties. Also started on that first day was your 185, uh, 180 day timeline to close on that property. So those are really important because even if you're in escrow, again, no extensions on that 180 day close. So you want to make sure that you're in line with those two. A lot of people will say, can I sell this and then look and they think they've got all this time in the world to look. You really, really don't. So you want to make sure that you've got your ball face on, you know, game face on and the balls in your court and you're just moving forward to where you need to be on those time frames. So one thing that I've seen a lot of people do that's been very successful, because mm -hmm. as we all know right now with inventory low, it's very yeah. difficult to get an offer accepted. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you only have 45 days from the time that you actually close the sale yeah. to identify what the next property is, mm -hmm. you could possibly run into time frame issues yeah. without being able to identify. And then you're going to end up having the capital gains that you're going to owe the taxes because Correct. you didn't get it identified. Right. You tried, but then you couldn't get a successful you know, offer yeah. accepted, right? So one thing that we've seen that has worked out very well have, has been getting an offer accepted contingent to the sale of your exchange property. Yes. And, you know, there, there's a lot of sellers that are not shying away from something that's contingent to the sale of mm -hmm. because properties are going into escrow or go, you know, so they, fast, so fast. Yeah. Right. Now, if I'm a buyer and I want to buy a home and I have to buy it contingent to the seller's home of choice. Mm -hmm. So now I've got to hope that the seller is going to be able to also find a home right. and get an offer accepted. That's a little bit of a hesitation for me as a buyer right. because I could find yeah. myself two, three, four weeks down the road and the seller has still not had an opportunity to get an offer accepted yeah. and they just decide not to sell. And I've just put 30 days of my life on hold. Yeah. So Missed that is a little bit, eh, mm -hmm. but for a seller to go contingent to the sale of a property to be listed, mm -hmm. uh, many times they're very open to that because again, it's only going to take a couple of days. To, to you put week. the property on the market, it's gone. <laughs> right. If you put the property on the market yeah. at the right price, you're probably going to get overpriced anyway, yeah. but it's going to go fast, right? Mm -hmm. So many aren't super against that. Mm -hmm. um, but then there are also people that maybe don't need the cash out of the sale of the home and they want to go identify, find a property first sure. and possibly even close in the property before mm -hmm. they get the exchange sold. Sometimes yes. they find a property they really want to buy, but they've got tenants in and they can't sell the property yet. Right. right? So there are things called uh, reverse, reverse exchanges. Mm -hmm. They are a little bit more complicated. Yes. Again, you want, there are actually not all exchange companies actually will allow or do let's not a say lot allow. of them a lot yeah. of them won't do yes the reverse exchange uh but we have had um some experience mm -hmm. with that I, I closing a deal right now where the girl uh sold a property here in in la and she's buying she bought a property in colorado mm -hmm. and right now we're actually doing the refinance 
to uh, to you know get the property into her name and out of yes. the exchange's name and the LLC and uh, there, there's a lot that goes into a reverse exchange. Yes. But if it's something that you want to know more about, again, we can give you the information that we know, the education that we mm -hmm. have, and we can get you pointed in the right direction to the right company that you can talk to the facilitator and they can give you all of the steps and the procedures and how it works and what happens to you and what yeah. happens to your funds and. So, so basically on a reverse that pe so people kind of understand what it means is somebody that has uh, an investment property that they're interested in selling and taking those proceeds and exchanging it into a new property, but they're having a really difficult time finding that new property or they know when maybe they want to buy a brand new home because you can, um, but it's not going to be ready for a while, um, you know, something like that it's just reversing instead of selling and then buying you're actually buying and then selling same time frames apply except when you purchase like debbie was mentioning the property doesn't go into your name it goes into the facilitator's name kind of sounds a little funny but that's what it does it goes into the intermediary's name facilitator's name they wind up selling it to you once you've sold the property your investment property that you correct want to sell. because there's very specific guidelines correct in the fact yeah. that you can't own more than one property at any given time even right. not even for a day yeah you can't own both no. so um, but there are ways to do it in that order and yep. again if you guys want more information you've got questions about it we can get you pointed in the right direction the best thing to do is to get a phone consultation with us call the office and you know let us get help you to get you know moving forward in the right direction mm -hmm. um, we had uh, Deborah jump on she says hi from Illinois hey Deborah mm -hmm. thanks so much for watching haven't seen you on in a while uh, we love that you are there and part of the show and again it's a great time for me to remind everybody this is interactive if you're watching if you have questions uh, or if you want to be able to ask your questions and you're listening by radio you guys have to see us do it uh, it's every <laughs> Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. we are on 1 p.m. Pacific time mm -hmm. we are on YouTube we do also uh, stream to Facebook so maybe if you're not a YouTuber but you like Facebook you guys can see it <laughs> streaming there as well the majority of uh, our fans are watching us on YouTube and asking questions there but uh, Facebook works that's where Deborah is watching us right now so thanks again for the reminder there we're also streaming on twitch we don't have any followers there uh, i've been trying <laughs> waiting for, like for the year. first one <laughs> been trying for like a year it's not working um but 1031 exchanges are are something that is really great it's mm -hmm. it's something that it will definitely help you to continue to build your portfolio your real estate portfolio instead of paying taxes on the proceeds you can keep rolling it over and flipping it over into bigger and better investments and so right. uh, definitely something we wanted to touch on today we thought it was very important there we could talk about 1031 exchange oh, forever and all of the things that go into yeah. it and what each thing me each thing means mm -hmm. and, and what are the rules around it we could talk about it for two hours oh hours. Yeah. Um, which obviously we don't have the time no. to do today. Uh, but if there is a certain question that you mm -hmm. have, I want to remind everybody that I have my questions box. So if you guys do send an email to questions at mortgagemomradio.com, I am more than happy to answer those questions. So you can send the email, you can go to the website, you can click on the contact us form, you can send me a message through the website. There's many ways to get a hold of us, even if you're just a little shy and not ready to pick up the phone. Um, but ask the questions and I'll get you sent over, maybe to Heather uh, to answer I'll the answer questions them. for you. But <laughs> you know, we're gonna get you the education, we're gonna get you pointed in the right direction and make sure that you are you know, researching the right things and getting yourself set up. But um, you know, if you've thought about wanting to enhance the portfolio, you've got a lot of equity here in California, or you've got a lot. I mean, everybody's got equity everywhere yes. right now. It's not just California. Um, but if you've got a bunch of equity and you've been thinking, what can I do with that equity? Maybe 
it'd be a good time to sell and you know disperse some of that equity from mm-hmm. one property into multiples so i think that that is um definitely a a big Oh, sure. We have people that actually still own a home here in California. And for whatever reason, maybe a job, maybe they wanted to see if they liked it, moved to a different state. And it's been a year, maybe two. And they're like, you know, I just don't want that property anymore. Or, you know, what have you? What do I do with it? Now that it's a rental, it's a different classification. It's not a primary home. So you really need to think about a 1031 exchange. If you're going to sell that and you've claimed it on your taxes as a rental, that's another thing. So there's so many different facets to 1031 exchange that we can't possibly go over. Uh, also, if you're a buyer and you're looking at properties and somebody says, oh, this is a 1031 exchange, how does that affect you as a buyer? It doesn't. Yeah. It's simple. It doesn't. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, no. with the property. It's nothing to do with yeah. you, nothing to do and with the And a buyer. big misconception that buyers have to pay for it or something. You don't. No, you don't. Not at all. They're nope. just letting you know that they're exchanging exactly. the property for another rental. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, too, that, you know, you want to keep in mind is, you know, we've had people ask the questions of, you know, if it was, let's say I sell a property that's a rental and mm-hmm. I do the exchange so that I don't get the capital gains yeah. and I buy it as a rental. But then what if I want to move in it? So I, I don't know yeah. if you know the answer to that question, what the rule is around that. But if you do it, if you sell a home, you do a 1031 mm-hmm. and you buy another property, mm-hmm. you know, can they move into it later and make it their primary residence? How long does it have to be rented out for as an investment property yeah. to be able to qualify under the, those IRS rules? Do you know those answers? Yeah, there's so yes. And it depends on the situation. So if you're if you own an investment property and you're looking to move into it as a primary property, usually kind of the rule of thumb is about a year so if it's been an investment for a year and now all of a sudden you're like this house is bigger or smaller or we want to move into it you can't where it gets a little tricky is um, as you know Deb there are um, when you're selling a home to avoid capital gains on a home you can take exemptions and it's a one-time exemption if you're looking at taking that exemption the rules are a little different you would have to hold on to it for about five years Um, those are the rules now will they change maybe maybe not but it depends on what you're looking at doing can Can you take tomorrow exactly (laughs) can you take that investment property make it your primary property absolutely after a certain amount of time Um, do you have to hold it for a certain amount of time yes Um, so there's that also you know can you take your primary residence and make it into an investment yes Um, you know you just have to wait for that time to go you just have to make sure that you're using it as an investment that you're not moving out of it in two months later saying hey I'm selling it no 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 no. you do have to have that tenant in there you do have to have that lease in place and you do have to show that it was some sort of an investment for you right yeah and and a, and a big thing too that people want to keep in mind is that if you own a home and you rented it out and mm-hmm. you went somewhere else you mm-hmm. moved to another state and then uh, but you lived in that home a minimum of two out of the last five years Mm -hmm. you can even if you're not living in it today it's rented today if four years ago you Mm -hmm. lived in that property for two years yeah right you can actually sell that house with that exemption so if you are coming up on your I'm almost out of time to get within (laughs) that two out of the last five years and you've been thinking maybe I might want to sell the home yeah. Give us a call. Let us get you mm-hmm. forwarded over to a real estate agent in your For area, sure. in your neighborhood, in your state, in your city, in your county yeah. uh, that can help you to get that home on the market and get it sold so that you can take those proceeds right. without having to do a 1031 or without getting those capital gains. So mm-hmm. there's so much to be said about right. 1031 and we've run out of time. We can't keep going. No worries. One of the things if anybody wants to ask the question is what if you have a property that you use as both an investment and a second home? 
go to questions ask us because there's an answer for that too yeah tons of questions tons, get them to yeah. us send them over we'll get mm -hmm. you guys answers we'll get you put, forwarded off to somebody that can get you the answer if we don't know it um, again go to mortgagemomradio.com book that appointment for a call send me an email to questions at mortgagemomradio.com if you guys want to know when we go live and you want to be part of the show at least once a week follow along and ask questions make sure you guys um, opt in so text the word mom to 844-935-3634 that's 844 we lend for you w-e-l-e-n-d and the number four heather you were fantastic oh, today thank you for having I me on here that i got to be behind <laughs> the camera i have no makeup done no hair done it's pretty amazing it's pretty awesome once a week next week we're yeah. gonna have carrie in oh good and we're gonna we've got some um super hot awesome topics next week that we're gonna be talking about so we hope that you guys all have a fantastic weekend the girls will take calls today you just got to schedule that appointment mm -hmm. nobody's in taking live calls but you guys can book the appointment so do not hesitate. Same phone number to call the office. Go to the website. Book the call. We hope you guys all have a great one, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Debbie Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926, when you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. <laughs>